This is Jay Burton here with my stalwart buddy Chris broadcasting the Just Us Express, talking to whoever's listening. Like I told my last wife, I said, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides, it's all in the reflexes. Just listen to old Jay on a dark and stormy night and take my advice. Call me Snake. You don't want to change the channel because you're just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown. By the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. All right, well, we have a very special Just Us Nerds Podcast today because we are, we have a special guest star. Yeah. Uh, this is, we're really rolling with this. Um, we have, I've, I've mentioned this guy many times on the show, but this is my first time having him on the show. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I am like, I'm so excited. Uh, please, everyone, round of applause. Join my my buddy, my my brother, Lando, to the show. Hello. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I really wanted to have you on the show because I, I like your perspective on these things. You are you are not you are not a comic book guy. The best way that I've actually uh, said it is you are his gang to his gang because he's like you know oh this is great and then you look and you're like that really couldn't happen. That is ridiculous, sir. <laughs> he couldn't do that. Pacific, I think my favorite is when we you you saw Pacific Rim and you're like. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the giant Why? machines walking into the ocean, and you were like, do you, do you know how hard it is to waterproof Let's thing? make this harder than it needs to be. <laughs> it's hard enough to seal basic things like pumps, you know, but let's let's have this whole mechanized armored thing try to go underwater and have it not ruin all the electronics. Well, you know what's one of my favorites? It's really smart. What do you think of Falcon? Oh, why do you even need it? You have see, Iron Man. See, that's that's what I wanted to get on that's, the show. This is why I is. wanted to have he's you like on the show. He's a second-rate Iron Man. I mean, he's a good for the lower tiers of superheroes. So, so you're not, yeah, you're not into superheroes as much as I am. You, you do like the movies, though. I mean, we, you and I watch yeah. the, the Marvel movies, and oh, yeah. you like science fiction too. I mean, we're, you know, Absolutely. he and I are kind oh, yeah. of similar in, in that way. Yeah. Um, but I just, you have such a great perspective on things that I don't have. And, and so it's, it's good. You're, you're definitely more the, the skeptic for certain things than, than I am. So I wanted to have you on the show for that reason. It's, so it's kind of fun. I, I'm very happy that we kind of, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> because it's only like you and I, and we're like geeking out. We're like, Oh, this is really cool. Oh, this is really cool. Finally, I have someone who can be like a counterpoint. He's our counter. Yeah. He's like, Cause it's like you're, counterpoint. You're a moron. It's like instead of the odd couple, you and I were like the even couple. Exactly. It was just like we're oh, Bender and Fry. Really, <laughs> you're right. But we got no. This is this is fantastic. So we're just gonna jump right in, do our regular show as normal. But this time we are, we are a triad. We are a trifecta today. So um, we are the Trinity. Uh, we are the we are the Trinity indeed. Oh. Yes. Um, I want to be the holy fish. All right, so we, we got for, you know, for what'd you read this week, uh, I've got some comic book news, and yeah. then I, I had a couple uh, issues I was going to talk about. Your uh, issues? My, or... my issues. I have, I, we will now, we will end with the airing of grievances. <laughs> you have all disappointed me. No, no, not my issues. Not, 
Serenity now. No, not not not, not those issues. Not, not no, those. we're going to be talking about issues of Invincible Iron Man. So, um, our, you know, the first piece of comic book news kind of ties into uh, Invincible this is kind of Iron big Man. News. It, it is. I, I got this actually yesterday. By the time this airs, it's going to be about a week week or yeah. two weeks it was, old. I put it right on the Facebook as soon as I saw it. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, what what came out yesterday, and this was actually pretty widespread because even my wife, who is not you know, a hardcore comic book fan, she saw it. I guess it was like on like local news and Google and stuff like that. So uh, there's going to be a major plot change in Iron Man. So Iron Man is no longer going to be Tony Stark. Did you Isn't hear about like this? A, it's like a black woman. It's a black woman. Uh, that's she's, also kind of odd. She's 15, so I thought it was weird that they were like 15-year-old black woman. Uh, like she's going to date Peter Parker. I, I guess. I, I, well, not the hopefully not the Peter Parker in the comic books because he's like in his 20s. That would be a little illegal. Oh, I'm talking high school like Tom Holland style. You're a jailbait. They're a jailbait. Yeah, you, yeah. you just enjoy. You, you, ever, you ever seen that movie? Uh, yeah, wait, 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 yeah. Your jailbait, uh, their jailbait. Jail, what the heck is it from? Oh, A Little Bit of Sunshine. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Alan Arkin, the, the, the grandfather. The heroin-addicted old man. Your jailbait, their jailbait. It, well, maybe maybe she can date Miles Morales. But anyway, yeah. See, okay. Her her name is is Riri Williams, and so she's a, the, the premise of this is she's a 15-year-old MIT student who builds a Iron Man suit in her dorm room. Um and so is she, it made out of ramen? No, <laughs> that, that would actually be kind of interesting. Um, she's going to be inheriting the mantle of, of Iron Man. Wait, so she's going to be the poor Iron Man? I get, what do you mean? Expand, 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 Tony, expand uh, upon is, that. He's basically the Batman of Marvel. He basically just had a lot of money and he threw money at his problems and he built an invincible suit. She doesn't have money. She's, she's thrifty Iron Man. So she's going to be the Goodwill. I can use this as a repulsor. She's, she's the extreme couponing yeah. Iron Man. Well, he built the first one in a cave. It's not like you have to have money to bake. Yeah. Well, he also had some pretty expensive missiles. Well, well, just saying. Well, I was yeah. reading, I mean, I've, I've been reading issues, I've been reading issues of Invincible Iron Man, uh, and they introduce her. And it's kind of interesting, the, you know, the the way that they introduce her. So it's MIT, it's in one of the dorm rooms, and you just hear clang, 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 and she's getting noise complaints from people because she's building this this Iron Man suit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you have a point kind of similar to what Tony Stark did, but with, in the comic books, she's basically been, quote-unquote, borrowing things from the robotics department uh at, at MIT. Well, so did Tony. That's how he got that little robot. Remember, and he told him, he goes, "You're going back to MIT if you don't knock your." Oh crap yeah, off. that's right. So, so this is. So I thought this would be an interesting thing for us to talk about, as far as kind of what what are all of your feelings about this. I, honestly, every time I talk about this, I feel like I flip flopped uh, because last night I. Was, I think it depends on the character, though. Okay. I, I really do. I mean, I think you got to look at you know. Is this a staple character? Is this, you know, I mean, what's Tony going to do now? What, what, I mean, personally, I don't think this is a good move for Marvel. I, I really don't. Say, say why. why. Why do you think it's not a good move? I think that they've had a stable base character since, what, the 60s? I mean. He was replaced, though, with, with Jim Rhodes, though. Yeah, but, yeah. and then After gets, the whole demon in the, in the bottle well, thing. Well, that was so Tony could get clean. But, you know, he came back. Why? Because comic books dipped. Nobody wanted to read it. They wanted to read about Tony. And and honestly, I, I think this is another stunt. First they did the Captain America as a member of HYDRA. Now they're doing a... Did you know about that? 
Did you really? hear? Yeah. yeah. Everybody just Hydra? Is it bad when everybody's just Hydra? It's I mean, pretty is it bad. Really hey, bad thing, hey not everyone's Hydra. Everyone's Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what if you could make Hydra do good? I don't. I don't know. Hydra's Hydra have to be bad. I don't know. I. I, I guess. I'm, he takes the skull. And that would a, actually. That would actually. Put a happy face on it. That would actually be an interesting story for Marvel to do. Just everyone is actually secretly a Hydra agent. We're gonna do good it, now. Is it really a secret then? At that point? <laughs> They have the worst HR department in the world. It's like, well, wait a minute, you are Hydra as well? But wait, if Captain America's Hydra, who isn't Hydra? Because if, if anybody's not going to be Hydra, it's going to be Captain America. He's the shining beacon of hope that is not, he's infallible, right? He is the antithesis of Hydra, right? People so have if been, he's Hydra, then what's... People have been very upset, been upset about this story. But it turns out that he was actually being um, uh, manipulated by the Cosmic Cube for him to... You know, I guess. So Captain America wasn't really. They it was it was serious backpedaling. Well, it was kind of like people a, like were pissed. It was like a back to the I, I, and I don't think that because they map these stories out mm-hmm. ahead of time. So I I really think they just drop the bomb in a way to get people talking about it mm-hmm. and to get issues you know readership. This up. is like the death of Captain America all over again. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's sort of they kind of back to the future you. Uh, what, what they did was uh, Red Skull I think uh, I know what happened Marty Red Skull went back in time found Steve Rogers recruited his mother for Hydra and now Steve Rogers is a Hydra agent great Scott you know that that's kind of they yeah. back they back to the future did, yeah. essentially right yeah is no that, totally agree and so alright we're getting off topic yeah way, way off topic how do I feel about this how so do you feel you, you, you don't you don't, I don't, you don't, you I don't, don't care for it I don't think this is a good choice alright so I, I, I go I'll to, give it a read I'm, I'm gonna read it I just I don't. I don't know. I I go to it. You know, it's funny. Whenever we say that, it's like Marvel wins either way. It's like I don't like it, but I'm gonna read it. <laughs> You're gonna get my money anyway. You're gonna get my money, you son of a bitch. But, um, all right. I I go back and forth on this. Um, on the one hand, I when I'm for it, I say, well, this is how you need to improve comic books. You, in order to keep comic books from becoming stale and repetitive, and just having heroes on this constant treadmill of just fighting the same guys uh, over the same battles, dying, coming back, rinse, repeat. Hey, hey, it, Crimson Dynamo is a badass. It, it, it's good to evolve the character, and maybe one of the ways you evolve that character is you have them age, you have them take on a mentor role, you have new people take on the, the mantle, so to speak. Um, I, I, I like that. I like that. I think where I have a problem with it, and this is the side of me talking that doesn't like this, um, I think it it kind of takes away from they're not showing creativity. It shows a, yeah. and for me it it shows a lack of faith in their storytelling. Uh, he, here's what I'm saying: if if they had confidence in the cre- this new character, Riri Williams, mm-hmm. why not have her become her own superhero, her own <clears throat> character, or even still, she could be like a branch off of Iron Man, like War Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so or Iron Pops, you yeah, know. I, I, what I, was her, her name? Iron Maiden or something like that. Uh, oh, oh, are you talking about uh, when Pepper took this suit? Oh, okay, yeah. Did you, uh, I'm thinking of something else because in Ultimates, Black Widow had uh, an Iron Man suit too, but Pepper Potts yeah, also yeah, had, had, had one. something like that. But but even still, I mean, why don't they do something like that? Do their own team of an Iron Man. You know, I mean, they they could have done that easily, like kind of like Batman Incorporated. Yeah, sort of, but sort but of then thing. also tone. Also, it would have shown a great way of like a a, a, a protege nurturing story where Tony's kind of helping her along, 
and kind of gets her to develop into a superhero that she could be out on her own. Yeah, and, and I, I missed a huge opportunity. I think that you can introduce new. I love I love the concept of introducing characters of right. color. I love introducing di- diversity into uh, in, into this world. But I, I'm going to sound like an old fart when I say this. But Stan Lee. Uh, didn't need to do. He didn't need to resort to things like this. He wanted to create a new African American character. He created Black Panther. He created Falcon. Black Lightning. Black. Black uh, that's DC. But still, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they 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 created they created these characters like Black Black Panther. Now, well, I mean, especially with the success is, of the movie, he is and, huge. And he's an interesting character. I will tell you right now. I have just read somewhere the Black Panther number one. Mm-hmm. Has increased value by at least four hundred dollars since Civil War, and and that's a character that I mean he was at his inception. Nobody cared. He was a it, well. What I was going to say was at, at his inception he was an African American character, and he was new. It's not like it's it's not like you're taking okay. I'm going to take Spider Man, and now uh, he's no longer you know he's no longer a white guy. Now he's a black guy. Right. Uh, I find that really like <laughs> cheesy. I find that there's no story to that. They're just like, hey, flip a switch, black. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, you know, I, I really go back and forth on it. I think the part of me that likes this, I like the diversity. I like the idea of having, uh, um, you know, African Americans, Hispanics, uh, you know, Asian, you know, all walks of life represented in this. I think what I don't like is I think it shows a lack of confidence in their their concept. No, I agree with you. Um, okay. What do you What do you think? Yeah, yeah, Randy. Know. What do you What do you think? Well, two things come to mind. One, it seems like, and I, I guess I'm, I'm not uh, a comic book person, so I, I don't, I don't know all the things that they. You're Joe Sixpack. We want your yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, I, I that, like this. That's right. Um, You're the man on the street. That's right. I'm just a layman, but uh, it seems like they do that a lot. Now, this is just my layman's understanding of comic books: is that like, let's mix it up, let's make a, a woman and then some other ethnicity, an octopus, and then we'll, we'll just change it. And it just seems like I don't know. For me, that just seems. Like, it's not very creative. They just kind of do that just to, oh, let's change it up. Just to change it up. And I think diversity is great, but I, I just, <laughs> you I don't know. That, you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of Big, where he's like, well, he's a robot. And he turns into a robot. He turns, turns into, into a, a building. building. Turns like, into... what kind of fun is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what that You took Thor of. and you turned him into a woman. What fun is that? <laughs> yeah. Although, though, that character stands on her own. I love the new Thor. Which is which is fine. I don't have a problem with it. But she's not Thor. No. She's not Thor. She's Jane. She's Jane. Right. Which is fine. Which was cool. Spoilers. Sorry yeah. if you didn't read that. Suck it up. It's, it's been like, out it's been out for like a year now. Yeah. So if you haven't read it, Come I'm on. sorry. Thor's missing Nat- an arm. Natalie too. Portman is Thor now? Natalie Portman is Thor. How Natalie Portman be Thor now? Because she's, like, she's Jane, like, well, it's kind of cool because they she's what I liked about it is she's the least like suspicious character that someone would pick as Thor. Like, someone's trying to figure out... It's his mother. His mother's trying to figure out who this new Thor is. And they think Black Widow. They think Agent 13. They think all these strong women. It turns out to be Jane Austen, who's dying of cancer. Foster. Jane, Jane, Jane Austen. Foster. That's right. A wonderful author. Yes, that's right. Um, so, Jane not Foster... Foster. Yeah. So, Jane Foster is dying of, like, stage four cancer. and But yet, she's worthy to wield the hammer. And... It's it's like Mantis. The guy's in a wheelchair, and all of a sudden, dude's a superhero with an exosuit. You never would have figured it out. Thor couldn't use some kind of magic? Magic, so, quote-unquote. Some, something happened where I don't think they've even... If they've He's revealed it... So, actually, the Watcher told him his, his sin. Oh, it, did? It was, it was from Original Sin. And he whispered in his ear, and he told him, I guess, what he was guilty of. And it was so bad 
he can no longer wield the hammer. It was something like he forgot. You know, he's like, oh, I forgot I did something. Uh, By the way, I just want to stop here for a moment just to point out that we actually had a literal, a a Pride and Prejudice reference on our podcast. Yes, we did. I don't know. You just elevate the show, man. You elevate the show. We're going upper crust, baby. We're going upper crust. I don't like it. We're talking Stan Lee, Jane Austen, Anna Anna Carina. We're going. It's stuffy as hell. (laughs) It's stuffy as hell in here. Bring me back. The version was way better than the remake with hey, Kira Knightley. Bring me back to my subway. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, quickly, the second thing that, that, yeah. that got me was everybody who's smart always apparently comes from MIT and only MIT. Yeah, you, you notice that? It's yeah. like, it's the only university that generates anybody worth anything. There are other schools, too, you know. Yeah, Stanford, It's just like, yeah, Harvard. MIT's great, but I mean, there's Georgia Tech. I mean, there's lots of other. Virginia Tech. Virginia, yeah, there's all the, all the techs. Yeah. California, California yeah. Tech, England Tech, Tech Tech, Tech Tech. Um, okay, so yeah, so there's there's the deal with the, the new Iron right. Man. Uh, this next piece of comic news, I, I don't know how quickly or we're gonna breeze through this or not. Uh, I love this idea. Uh, I'm buying this. Okay, so it's on my Comicsology. It's free, by the way, so you don't have to spend money. But so. no, I want to go to the comic book store and actually buy it. I'm gonna frame so it. So DC Comics releases. We have a new team. We have a new team of superheroes. The the KFC Colonel Core. So Wait, what? this is <laughs> oh you you exactly do you yeah biscuits with them yes you do and they honey they biscuits hurl the biscuits and drumsticks at people with deadly accuracy so here's the deal basically DC has had this multiverse where like in each one there's like a different Batman and all this kind of stuff well apparently the Colonel's been in every single one and now they all have to come together because like with. It has to be. This is official proof to me that DC has sold its soul to corporate America. This is a shark jump right here. Although, yeah, this is jumping the shark. Although, as you know, I'm a big enthusiast of KFC. So, if you know, assuming whatever deal they got, you know, maybe they sold their soul to KFC for a bucket of chicken. Having sampled KFC, I'm not so sure DC got a bad deal out of this because their chicken is quite delicious. After Batman versus Superman, they're like literally, we could do literally anything and this, improve upon this. This is, I mean, it, it's it's basically like a forty-page long KFC. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that commercial. <laughs> How awesome is that? This is a KFC. You know so, what I did? And one of the guys looks like the Borax Kid from Futurama. He's like looks like almost like a Bizarro. He's all is like the broken main up. one called He's... the original recipe. Oh, oh, he should oh, be. Oh, he should be oh. called that. My name is Original Resume. So, but you know what disturbs me more about this? There's a kernel that is a chicken. There yeah. are like very sinister. So they eat what do they eat there? <laughs> humans. KFC is people. <gasps> KFC you know is I, people. You know what I notice is like there are a couple here, like this one here, kind of resembles Clark Kent. This one here resembles Bizarro. What? This one. You do you know, know why? I. Re- I took one for the team. I've I haven't had a chance to read this. I, I can't knew, wait. I knew that we were going to be talking about this today, and so I read Is through this. Is that communist? Oh yeah, he's so, a communist. So there, yeah, he's There's a Ru- communist colonel. He, he's Russian Colonel Sanders. Oh hell yeah! So basically, you know all of the the different universes that exist in mm-hmm, the DC mm-hmm. multiverse. I had no idea we would be spending this much time talking about this. I but, told you, I'm okay. excited for this. All right, so <clears throat> you meet the colonels from like. 
DC universes that we know about. So the, there's. Do they one, have a Dick Sprang one? Not I would a love Dick, to see a Dick Sprang. Colonel. Not not Dick Sprang. I say I say I say I say there. Where's my original spices? No. You see the Joker um, like robbing a KFC and he shows up and just. Chris, they are interacting with characters from each of these universes. Oh my god. You no. go to the Kingdom Come universe and like the Flash with like the dish on his head is in the KFC. With a bucket? With yes, with chicken. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yes. The reason the Colonel looks that one Colonel looks like Bizarro Colonel is because he's the Colonel of Bizarro World. Yes. So they Me no one chicken. Me no one chicken, me chicken M. Taste horrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So someone else's recipe. Yeah, exactly. And so, do you want to know what sort oh. of the uh, sort of the the MacGuffin uh, that that kind of gets the whole story going? Uh, it's sort of a crisis on infinite Earth scenario. The evil Colonel from yes, Earth yes. Three has managed to rob all of the other Colonels of that most son of son of a bitch. Their, yeah, exactly. Their memory of the. All of the original spices. Oh my god, yes. They can each only remember one ingredient. And our power combined makes tasty, delicious chicken. That's it. That's it. It is like it's like Captain Planet <laughs> Captain with chicken. Planet. With they chicken. Need, they need rings, pepper, with like salt drumstick. Tears of children. What the <laughs> hell? Tears of unicorns. <laughs> Still worth it. That's amazing. So, yeah, DC Comics releases the Colonel Course. That happened. Nice job, guys. That's a that's a thing. Nice job, guys. So, I'm not even trying anymore. You, just, hey. you can I, how much chicken you want to think that the guys at DC Comics got for for making? I mean, when you read the this is not like a You know what I want? This is not a two-page comic, Chris. This is like a full-on like 40-page 40-page comic that they're selling for, you know, they're offering for free. So, well, that's good value. It is good value. It's, Does it's, it come with a bucket? I would have liked that. There should be coupons in the there back. There should be coupons in the back. See? Can you not get this from the KFC? No? There should be coupons. They should have coupons at least. Mm-hmm. I want a coupon. God damn you. Um, I'm going to okay. go to our friends of Vieira Comics, and I'm going to tell them I want my KFC. I want my KFC coupons. Oh, my God. Um, Grease-resistant pages. <laughs> no one else is bothered, though, by the fact that there is a chicken kernel. No, they, they, they eat people. <laughs> I guess if you can accept that there's a KFC... Comic in the first place? Yeah. Everything's really game. When you it's think all, it's you all just... This could be the Hannibal Lecter of the colonels. And he just eats other chickens. It's just... And none of the other colonels seem bothered by this. I, I ate his legs with a side of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. All right. Okay. Um, we, we, all good with, we all good with the... We, did we get that out of our oh, system? Awesome. We all good with the colonels? Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, so I've been—I don't know if you've been reading this. I've been—I've been this, reading Invincible Iron Man. I have been reading a lot of other comics. That okay, we'll, we'll talk. About. We'll, we'll talk about it ne- next. So show. I'm curious about this though. This is one that I do have on my list. Um, so. Yeah. So in Invincible Iron Man, I'm, I'm going to just talk about issues four through seven. So let me guess. Um, Tony Stark is having an issue. Normally deals with money. Bing. Um, let's see. There's a bad guy who's Bing. trying to exploit him for I don't know making him look out to be the bad guy no uh, no. god Sorry. damn it I got you, two you, you were close no, right. no not that either is that an old thing um eh, so kind of 
So, so this is written by Brian Michael Bendis and uh, the arts by Michael uh, Diodato. I hope I'm saying that name correctly. I, I which I'll just say Junior. I, Junior, sorry. Which I really like his artwork. Um, retails for about three ninety nine each. Each of the issues. Um, so in the the issues I'm talking about, the the plot line is called War Machines. So Woo! the the long and the short of it is that Iron Man's being stalked by these cyber ninjas. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. it. Stalked by these cyber ninjas. Cyber ninjas. He sends War Machine to investigate, and oh, this for, is beautiful. And yeah. then for for some reason, Doctor Doom also now wants to be his BFF, which is kind of weird. What? He's yeah, he's reformed. He's not in the armor anymore. His face is is normal now. See, so that's what happens. You get facial reconstruction surgery, you become a good guy. That's that. That's, when you're pretty, you're a good guy. That's that's it. That just sounds horrible. Am I um, wrong? <laughs> um, we're, we're introduced to a new villain. Uh, her name's Tomo, and she's this uh, Japanese villain who has the ability to control technology with her mind. So she literally is she's able to... She's a technopath. She's a technopath, yeah. She literally oh. has the power to strip uh, the Iron Man suit off of um, War Machine, off of Why of is Johnny Depp in the comic? Yeah, this is something we're going to talk about. Uh, the With the artwork, it's, it's interesting... Um, he he looked. I thought he looked like Christian Bale. Yeah, I, 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 I thought he. I, I thought he looked more but, but like he Christian looks Bale. More like like our actors now than, instead of like what we've seen for than, Tony Stark. Then our, our our DJ sure. Um, also, uh, just kind of minor plot points. Iron Man is hiring Mary Jane Watson to be his new uh, assistant, personal assistant, what his new Pepper Potts. Yeah, I was thinking, is it like a requirement that all personal assistants, ha- you know, have be redheads, or is Tony Stark just that creepy? Question: Why does he need any assistant? He can make his own AIs. He the, builds his own suits. He has. He, he builds his own cyborg. I'll, Jarvis. I'll go. No, well, he doesn't have Jarvis anymore. He's got Friday. Oh, that's right. Friday. He's. Yeah. He's got. He's got. They're trying to in the comic books. They're trying to be consistent with the movie. But I'll. I'll go you one more than that. Um, Friday is this artificial intelligence that basically is his is his support and is running Stark Incorporated. Right. So you're I'm right. Like, Why does he sleep in a boardroom? I mean, he literally could do nothing and let nothing he literally, literally could do nothing. Do everything for him, which yeah. you would think he would because he's Tony. Well, I'll right? get into that in a moment. Maybe I can just start and with. Now, mind you, he's one of my favorite Marvel characters. So I'm looking at it. I'm like. Bro, you could just have, like, an Iron Man island, and anytime like, an issue happens, it would go off, and off you go. I'll, I'll, I'll change things up a bit, Chris. I'm gonna, normally, I go good to, to bad. I'll go bad to good this, I like, this time. Ooh, ooh, look at change, you. Changing it up. Shaking it up. Shaking it up. See what happens when you show up, Lando? You're screwing things up. <laughs> you're shaking things down. You're, 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 you're just I'm messing up the formula. You're, nah, you're disturbing nah, you're, you're the original just, recipe. You are adding to the original recipe, sir. <laughs> That's right. You are you are a extra bit of spice. To, you were the to spice our, we didn't know you we were, needed. That's right. Yes, yes, sir. Um, just with the bad, I thought that having Mary Jane be his personal assistant just seemed really out of place. And you know what's right. funny, too, is who is now basically considered the new Tony Stark? Who is it? Peter Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Spider-Man. Peter what? Parker now has Parker Industries. So I'm kind of looking, I'm like, is that a dig at him? Wait. Is it, it in the same universe? Is so this... Who's Iron Man? Is Peter Parker Iron Man, or is this woman from... MIT Iron Man. Who's Iron, who's the real Iron Man? Oh my Man? god, it's so confusing. Uh, all right, all right. For the layman, let me let me help you, sir. Okay. Iron Man's still Iron Man. This girl from MIT is not yet Iron Man, but She's she will be. become Iron Man. Still Iron Man. Iron Man. Man, not Iron Woman. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't we don't know, but they keep saying Iron Man. Iron so, Man. so I don't I, I don't know. Um 
Peter Parker now, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about this now, actually next episode. Do you know if those two are combining or not? Do you know if that's going to be on the same timeline? Well, yeah, yeah. Actually, in this storyline, okay, so... Spider-Man actually appears. He makes an, an appearance. Yeah, is it the glowing suit? Yeah, it's the it's the okay. it's the glowing suit. So, so Peter Peter Parker now uh, started his own company, Parker Industries, which is a technology company. It's become kind of world renowned, and in a lot of people, and it's kind of hard not to make the comparison, are saying, "Well, he's just Tony kind of Stark. a Tony Stark pastiche." You know, he's kind oh, of like. And what's even even worse in the '60s. Tony Stark had a bodyguard, and his bodyguard was who do you think? Uh, uh, Iron Man. What? Yes, that was his cover. That's how he protected his secret identity. See, you, you've grown up with the movies, so in right. the movies, he everyone he said, it out he, he said it out loud. I am Iron Man. The only time that happened was actually in Civil War. Yeah, in the comic books, though, for the longest time. Um, Tony Stark was not saying that he was Iron Man. He was claiming that Iron Man was his bodyguard. Okay, so, so now, now Peter Parker has got his own uh, bodyguard. He's got his own bodyguard who is, I'm sure you've already guessed it, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> okay, let's try. I, I, let's try that again. I'm catching, I'm catching up. Hold on. All hold right, on. let's Ready? rewind. So Peter Parker has his own bodyguard. Who do you think it is? Iron Man. Oh, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll edit that out. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, so, so anyway, yeah, back to, back to the, the bad of this issue. I, I you know, I, I just thought, okay, so now Mary Jane Watson is a supermodel slash nightclub owner slash personal assistant to a genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Recovering alcoholic. Uh, recovering alcoholic. You know, it's, and I was thinking Marvel, you know, I was with you at the, you know, with the man with the robot armor, but now you just lost me. Like it's... I said, I honestly think this is a dig. This is his way of getting back at Peter. You He's think saying, so? I think this is his way of him saying, I've been doing it for so long. Look at me. I can still get your girlfriend. He doesn't know, though. He doesn't He doesn't know that there... Actually, he doesn't find out that there was there, a connection. But he's gonna. He's, he's gonna. I, I would, when I he should... rips down her, you know, little underoos and he sees that Spider-Man heart on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just saying. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> we have just, we've crossed into new territory. Welcome to the subway, gentlemen. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I just, it, it just seems weird to me. It just seems really out of place. I mean, I the, like the character of Mary Jane is just so many different things, but just being someone's personal assistant just seems kind of shoehorned. Like, we want to introduce her yeah. some way into the like story. It. So I don't really care for it. The good. I mean, the good of this. That, that art um, is beautiful. Yeah, the, the artwork is 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 beautiful. I, I you know I'm a big fan of uh, Diodato's artwork. Uh, I, I mentioned this before. I think Tony Stark does look more kind of like Christian Bale well, than, yeah, than Robert it. Downey I'm Jr. It. I'm seeing it more. Um, uh, I think uh, Bendis really captures kind of the flakiness of Tony Stark really well. Like there's mm. this great moment where he's talking with uh, Mary Jane, and uh, he's been kept kept her waiting for forty. He's forty minutes late to his meeting with her, and he's like, Miss Watson. And she's like, what? He's like, Miss Watson, usually when, you know, big important businessmen say that, you know, their assistant get up and, and, and walk with them. She says, you've been keeping me waiting here for 40 minutes. And and there's this whole great exchange between the two of them and his whole, like, you get a sense of his odd sort of social style. He's He has this whole conversation with her about how, uh, you know, she's telling him, look, I appreciate that you're a complete and total hot mess. But I don't know if I'm up for this job, and if if I if I am up for this job, uh, you you really need to do what I tell you to do. Otherwise, you're wasting your time 
and my time. And then there's this whole part where Tony Stark says to her, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying. I already anticipated how the conversation would go, and it pretty much went the way that it went. It's just, it captures his odd social mannerisms really well. You know, they always say there's that fine line between genius and insanity, and you can see that he's kind of that odd duck. You know, he he's, he, he teeters. He's very on his own. You know that yeah. kind of thing where, like, he he spends more time in his lab than than dealing with and in and in his head too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I noticed another thing that I don't really like: another person, another bad guy screwing with his technology. It's really all it is. It's always the bad guy either developing their own armor or screwing with his. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I can. I. I agree with you. I think. It kind of makes sense to me insofar as who are who are typically Spider-Man enemies? People that have been, had a bad day against Spider-Man. They've had a bad day against Spider-Man, but they're also like usually um, animal, other animal totems. Yeah, I can you know, that. Um, I, uh, Captain America. Who does he tend to fight? Terrorists or war villains? Or, yeah, you know. so it makes sense that Iron Man goes up against sort well, of not. kind of mirror images yeah. of of, and of I himself. See that, but you know, still, I mean. Okay, really, if we really wanted to get technical, you know, Iron Man goes up against Magneto, he crushes him into a tin can, and he throws him in the garbage. I mean, it's 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 plain and simple and done. But that could be interesting. That could be an interesting story. Yeah. Um, so I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I think, yeah, so Marvel, if you're listening, if you really want to improve Iron Man, I mean, I like the direction. The Part of me likes the direction you're going with Riri Williams, but let's also, let's have Iron Man address some other problems. Let's have him step outside his comfort zone. Like, I'd like to see him go against, like, a human torch type. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him, you know, people with actual abilities that, I mean, this one is kind of different because she is a technopath, mm-hmm. so I will give it that, but later we're going to find out that she had an implant or something like that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, yes, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, w- I was just thinking as you, as you were, were saying that, that, um, no, nope. wheels turning, the hamster died. I completely forgot my train of thought. <laughs> oh, well. Well, look at that. I won. I you, just you, destroyed that. You like, won. Whatever you were thinking. I was anticipating our conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. uh, one other thing I like about it is it it, uh, it really kind of shows the the effect of his superheroing, if that if that is a, a word, uh, uh, on his daily life and how his company really suffers as yeah. as yeah. a side effect. There's of, a reason why Pepper left you, dude. You you can't you can't juggle all of these things. Yeah. He never you know he has the responsibility of managing a company. And he, you can't, realistically, you can't do that nope. and be a, 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 well, and a two, superhero. Who's his best friend? Rhodey. Why? Spends the most time with him. Yeah, okay, all right. Why? Because he gets his own suit. Yeah. I mean, I, if Rhodey didn't have it, he'd just be like Pepper. They'd get pissed off and they'd be like, bye. <laughs> um... And and War Machine, if, I think you're gonna like this when you're when you're yeah. ready to, because War Machine R- Rhodey actually play he 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 has some pretty badass scenes. In you it. know what else I, I was looking through and I really kind of like is you see Rhodey going over to a giant mural of Howard Stark. But mm-hmm. what's funny for me is the image of Howard Stark is basically the original image of Tony Stark from yeah, the 60s. Yeah, yeah, who was based off of you know who who the original Tony Stark was based off of? Have Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes, exactly. Um, okay. All right. Take oh, Spruce yeah. Moose. Spru- Spruce Moose. It is called the Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, okay, well, let's move on because we're a little yes. uh, we're moving a little over time. Let's let's go into movie talk. So uh, before we get to the the main course, let's just go to the appetizer of movie talk. Oh yeah. Uh, so this past week we saw the release of the extended edition of Batman v Superman. Now I'll tell you, Dawn of Justice. I'll tell you though, I haven't seen it. However, a lot of comic book fans are really enjoying it. And they're saying that this extra footage is actually explaining a lot of the loopholes that the movie kind of cut out, and it, it it actually the movie makes sense now. That was the same thing that I heard that the, that with the extra thirty minutes that it it, it, actually it, it, it actually excuse me improves upon the movie. It's Randy not, it's had not a, going or Lando uh, Lando had a theory about that. Would you would you mind sharing sure, your yeah. theory as to the thirty what? how the thirty minutes helped improve the movie? Yeah, when I was told that there was another thirty minutes added to Batman versus Superman that actually made it better. I was hypothesizing that that 30 minutes w- was, in fact, from Captain America's Civil War. Because <laughs> that probably would have been the only thing that could have made that movie any good. Wow. So, so they, they took, like, maybe the airport scene exactly. from, they from just put Civil it right War. In the middle. Not even, like, in context. No, just, like, just, just cut it in. Like, they interrupted a scene, like, really, between... It's like Fight Club, where they take really that one matter. cell of porn and they put it into, like, Snow White. They're just like... Bang! You're like, wow, that was good. Is there really? I mean, there really doesn't need to be any explanation because that movie doesn't have any explanation in the movie itself. So you could just very well just for me, honestly, just randomness. I think the 30 minutes that they could have gotten rid of was every scene with Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> just, just, just cutting nicks, cutting nicks, cutting nicks, and it might have made it better. But you're on board with putting the 30 minutes of Civil War in the. You know what? Honestly, <laughs> I'm actually I want to see what this is. I I'm interested because. I'm one of those, I still love the characters. The plot line was not that great. However, if this helps and explains it, mm-hmm. that's going to make... Was plot? Kind <laughs> of. That's the, that's the thing. And I'm guessing with this, this actually explains things a lot more. It's not like they just added it on to the tail end. There, there are bits throughout the entire movie. So it actually gives it a plot. So... I, I will I say I've, I've, I've actually uh, I've, I've actually said I, I will rent it if it's uh, if it, I'll red box it. Uh, you know to, what we to, should to do check that. it out. We really should. We should we should red box it and check it out and do a review yeah. on it. Yep. Okay. All right. So now the main course of movie talk. Oh, uh, the anniversary, baby! This was recently we had the thirtieth anniversary of one of, of my favorite movies. Oh, our, I think I think all of us sitting around this table and have enjoyed this movie. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, the Mullet Avenger! Oh, it's so awesome. With a Mac 10. You know what old Jack Burton says at a time like this? What the hell? I I like the part where he goes, who? Jack Jack Burton. Burton, Me. Me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so a little background for those of you among the uninitiated. uh, Kurt Russell has an amazing mullet and cowboy boots. Amazing mullet and cowboy boots. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China was a film done in 1986, directed by the uh, amazing John Carpenter. Uh, starring Kurt Russell, which is Russ. kind of funny to me. Right? I mean, that's not really his style. He he does do. Uh, he hasn't. He he's more in the horror genre. Yeah, definitely. But, but definitely, know. this this was this was a little bit outside of, of genre for him. I, I I agree with you. Uh, we had Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. We had Kim Cattrall as Gracie Law. Uh, we had Denny Dunn. I really did my homework on this because I wouldn't have remembered the other characters. Denny Dunn as Wang Chi. Uh, Victor Wong as Egg Shen. Wait a and, minute. Isn't that the guy that sold Randall Peltzer, the gremlin, to Billy? It might have might have been. Might I, have been. I, I thought you said that was. He is, multi, he is multi-talented. He is all over the place. He is, multi, he is he, you know, when it comes to magic, he has multitudes. You know what else he multitudes. was? He was the grandfather in uh, Three Ninjas. 
Was he? Yeah, he was I never the ninja saw, grandpa. I never saw that. Yeah, movie. he was a ninja grandpa. And then we had James Hong, who played Lopan. Now, you might remember James Hong if you've ever seen the movie Wayne's World 2. Oh, absolutely. Played the dad. Cassandra's dad. Yeah. Let's see how you are with a sword. He's actually um, obviously very big over, over in Asia. He's done a lot of kung fu movies. The guy is, is very Really? Big. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so the, the story of this, I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous, but it's just so much fun. Uh, it, it's so, so trucker and adventurer Jack Burton rolls into Chinatown on a dark and stormy night only to find himself in the middle of an epic battle between ancient forces of good now, and evil. Now, literally the truck pulls up and there are two sets of guys. Like it looks like the, the sharks and the jets and they are just going to freaking kill each other in the street or the dragons and the tigers in this case. Ooh, yes, that's right. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's just from, from just go. This movie is just fantasy, sci-fi ridiculousness. But this is one, like, this is how you know that your spouse loves you if they'll sit down and watch this. Yeah. My my mother-in-law, uh, fun trivia fact. I love this. My mother-in-law loves any type of martial arts films. Oh, yeah. We sat down and watched uh, Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. And, and I'm looking at her, and she's, like, smiling. We, like, cuddle up next to each other. I'm like, this is the greatest movie she, ever. Oh, she, she loves it. So I knew that she would like this movie. I'm like, this has... Punch, flying punches and kicks and karate and yeah, vanishing, so, van- so much, so much fun. Um, so you know, th- this movie when it first came out was a box office bomb. And just to give you some context, around the same time it came out, another very good movie came out. James Cameron's Aliens uh, was out in theaters. So, so how can you compete? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just that's, yeah. This is this is one of those what I would this is a good bad movie. This is like Hot Tub Time yeah. Machine. It's yeah, a, it's so bad. It's good. It's a yeah. it's a good it's bad. Hot, it's the movie. Hot Tub Time Machine of the eighties. But but I'll t- I'll tell you though, Randy, it has currently has an eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's gone on to become a huge mm-hmm. cult classic. But it's just <laughs> you, so, so so we I, we watched that we I, yeah. in preparation for the show we no, watched this we watched yeah. the movie. So go ahead, share your I, share your thoughts. Well, I I have a lot of nostalgia watching the movie, but when I watch when I watched the movie critically for the show, I was like. This is horrible. This is a horrible <laughs> movie. Like No Yes. But you know like, what though? This that's the point. That's the point. It's you blaspheme! To, but it's just it's so bad. No! Why is Kurt Russell uh John Wayne, first off? Because he's why awesome. Is John Wayne for no reason. No, he's Jack he's Burton. Jack but he Burton. has the cadence of Who? John Wayne. He has, Jack Burton. Me. Happy Thanksgiving, Belgrum. That's right. He shows up in what is it, San Francisco? San Francisco. And only in the dark and now in does little, Chinese magic. In little China. In Chinese little China. magic only works in little China. It's like Hogwarts for Chinese people. Like you can only use magic in the back alleys of San Francisco. John Carpenter did it first. John Carpenter got there first. He got there before J.K. Rowling. Oh my god. We, you I know cannot what? believe we just did a Harry Potter reference to Jack Burton. It, I want to see like, a big trouble little China Harry Potter crossover right now. What do you ever see? What do, they'd only practice Chinese magic in Chinatown. In Chinatown. Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly. Agreed. Exactly. Because everywhere else is not safe. <laughs> this, this this I'm sorry this this movie's awesome. This I love mo- this movie. movie has has everything. You it's know what's a- funny for me as a kid when growing up like there were certain things like when I got to stay home from school, certain things that you did. One, you'd watch Price is Right. Two, sick, yeah. I'd, I'd cuddle up, you know, on the couch and I'd watch Big Trouble in a Little Yes, time. sir. So I'd yes, like I got to watch this movie and it was terrible, but you know what? You'd fall asleep through half of it, and you wake up, and you're like, "Oh look, 
Chris, I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, Lando and I, one summer, when we were both still You tell kids, me you guys grew mullets. No, mm-hmm. We did grow mullets, but that's a story uh. for another time. Um, no, we, we spent the summer up at our grandparents, and we only had two movies on VHS that we brought with us. One of those movies was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. The other movie, Big, Big Trouble, Trouble in, in Little China. China. Which we watched on a nonstop rotation. Literally you, nothing else to do. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like, awesome. Not again, but might as well. <laughs> How that old was were awesome. you guys? Uh, oh my god, I, I'm I was relatively young. You were like maybe eight years old, and or maybe seven or eight. I might have been I'm like seventeen. You guys didn't like do the montage, like start taking like pillows and wrapping them around trees and. Hi-ya! Yeah, like, Hi-ya! And just start practicing yeah, but then was like, what the hell are you doing? What mm-hmm. the hell are you doing? Get get back in here. You you look crazy. We, we paid money for that pillow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> See, I'm getting good. You're getting good. You, you just, it's just, it's just, it's just practice. It's just practice. Yeah, he kind of um, um, I mean, this, this movie's just so great. There's so many awesome things. The Three Storms. I mean, how awesome were the three stories? The guys with the lampshades, yeah. right? You you had these huge wicker hats on their on their heads. You know, I always looked at it. I'm like, how do they see? Right? You know, they had these little eye holes. How did they stay on? Did they spin? Did they? You know, I don't. I don't know. Did they have? Oh a no, function? they had the little. They had the little. They rope. had. They had the chin strap. The little how rope they chin. met their demise, though. How each of them met their demise. It was like the most ridiculous. Like the one guy, like literally. The one guy just explodes. He, he inflates himself. Oh! The other one is like, I'm gonna electrocute and come up and get y'all. And then like the little guy, like the little drops a, guy drops a statue on his head. <laughs> He's like, Raiden, no! lightning, taken out by a statue. Not big Bang. rocks, my only weakness. No, no. Gravity. It literally turned into an Acme commercial. He's like, meh, which is, uh, why is his name David? David Lopan. Why is his name David? What's he's wrong like, with David? He's from China. So why David people. Whoa, whoa, racist. David pe- but people he's like from, from ancient China. David Bruce people. Lee. Yeah, yeah he's exactly. Literally from like BC China, and his name is David. Actually, David's a is a very old name. But from China. You ever read the Bible? You ever read a little book called the, the, Bible, the Bible, son? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's put it this way: His parents were huge Hasselhoff fans. There you yes. go. Yes. Well, he, it's 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 hilarious to me that he waits two thousand years to find a Chinese woman with green eyes, and then he he, he gets a Caucasian woman with green eyes. Also happens to work. Could have just gotten a Caucasian woman with green eyes the whole time. Maybe he, it didn't occur to him. Maybe he just oh. you know he finally thought about it and he was like, oh shit, oh, thousands of years I could have gotten go with. You know what I like though? He looks eyes. and he goes. Uh, I marry them both. <laughs> I marry both women. Oh, this so. I, I, marry both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I love. Uh, what's his name? J- is it James James Hong? Yeah, yeah, James Hong. He does such a great but job. You know what I like? Actually, it's one of my favorite scenes. Is where he has Jack strapped to the wheelchair. And yeah. he's like talking to him, and Jack's like trying to get, and it's like this 1920s, like half wooden, half steel. Yeah. And yeah, he's like yeah. trying to break out of it. I, I love that movie. Who are, who are those people? Friends of yours? Now this really pisses me off to no end. I, lo- I love that. I love yeah, that. It's like that. half demigod, half like convenience store. Like, yes! Like, oh, I'm all these, keep these damn kids. Yeah! <laughs> on my front porch again, huh? Yeah! Come and get, oh, yeah. You know, read magazine, you buy. You and know, he speaks English even when he doesn't need to. Huh? I, I just want to point out to our <laughs> listeners it's not racist if we're imitating something from a Movie. It's a so movie. It's a movie. His name's Lomain. Um, his name is Lomain. No, Lopan. Lopan. Lomain. Um, <laughs> what I never understood is like, so you're Lopan, right? You're right. you're this demigod. You're the dude. You're the, the guy. You are the guy. You can shoot light out of your eyes, right, out of your that mouth. That was the other thing. The, the rubber mask with the flashlights behind it. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like anyway, it. 
Your end game here is you want to marry two two women that will we'll make one. you flesh. Yeah. All right, one and want, a half. One. Why do you want to be flesh? So that some dude can just stab, stab you, you in the face and kill you. He can't enjoy life right now because he's a really ancient dude. But like he wants, he wants to, to rule the world. It, it makes me think it's easier you, to rule the world. You'd rather be, because think about it. Yeah, he's kind of like, you know, think about it. If Zod was like a normal human being, he's like... Is there anyone who can challenge me? And then he walks over and snap. And they, someone, you know, yeah, just hits some, him with a truck. Just dude, like, hits a, That part always kind of, like, so your end game was to become fully yeah, human just so Jack Burton can, can stab you. It's, it it's a, a good boot knife. knife. Right? He took his boot knife out. What, what did you think about the, the he fact... He murkered him is what he, he did. He did murka him. <laughs> um, the fact that when you, when you watch this, Jack Burton is... He's he's not like sort of like the dashing hero. He's actually kind of a buffoon he's in some ways. A, he's also kind of a coward. I don't know if you guys like. Sometimes you, you think so? There's someone where he's like, "Uh, oh, run!" You know, and he like he knows when to retreat. He's like, "Yeah, we will stand our ground." He's yeah. like, "Ah, oh, come on!" In in that way, yeah, he has yeah. his own agenda. But there's those moments where he just kind of does this buffoonery, like where they're about to charge into battle he and he fires the gun. Oh, it hits him in the head. He gets knocked out for the whole battle. Yeah, right? I love that. See, that, he's, he's so. That's the thing I don't understand about him. He's so useless. Like he's. He's like, we need Jack Button to go in there and help us. And then, like, Jack goes in there, and then the Asian guy kicks everybody else's butt. And then he's just there. I think that was the point. I think it was the point. He, You know, like, John Carpenter was trying to go kind of uh, alternate route, like, defy expectations. But you know what, though? This reminds me of the Green Hornet and Kato all over again. Green Hornet gets captured. Kato's the one who's got to save him. Kato does all the work. That's a Green Hornet Hornet gets gets all the the glory. Um, Interesting trivia fact. Did you know that uh, two other actors were considered for the role of Jack Burton? Oh, who? Jack Nicholson. Oh, God. And Clint Eastwood. Oh, God. Nah, that's perfect. Um, John Carpenter wanted Kurt Russell from Can the start. Can you imagine? Jack, looking. Jack Burton. Jack Burton. Me. I was, uh, I've been married six times. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, you know, Ben. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I hear you. Oh, I, and I, then... I, I, Crazy Jack sitting there with a truck. That'd be interesting. That would really be interesting. Driving a truck and I'm going to get the girl with green eyes. <laughs> they kidnapped a girl with green eyes and I gotta go save her. I mean, that, that, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be a very different yeah, movie. You think he'd have sunglasses? I, mean, I think he'd have sunglasses, yeah. <laughs> right. Lopan, you're telling me in a thousand years you couldn't find a woman to fit the bill? It's me, Snugglebumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. Oh, we, we have anything else to say? I mean, th- this was. Yes, I, I love this movie. I, I love, I love this movie. It's, I. It's as if you took a trip to Chinatown, you ate bad Chinese food, and were having indigestion while you slept, and you had a nightmare. That's what this movie is. <laughs> you know what? No. It really is. All right. Just think about it. I want to hear what you guys have to think. You guys got to hit us up on. Yeah, please share share your thoughts about this movie. Uh, if you're a fan, if you're in Lando's camp, I want to hear about it. Email us at uh, justusnerdspc at gmail.com. You can also send us a message at SoundCloud. Look for Just Us Nerds Podcast. You can send us a message on Facebook on our Just Us Nerds page. You can also uh, leave us a message on YouTube. And for those of you listening, I'm sorry I haven't been updating the YouTube page. I'm going to try to get back on that again. Uh, did I remember all of them? You did, dude. Holy shit. All right. He can be He taught. normally like forgets one, and then I'm just like, and this. And that. Yeah. Um, so let me just say before we move on, I would love to see a sequel to this movie or a crossover with either Evil Dead. Or, oh my God! I want an Evil Dead with or it. Ninja Turtles. 
Nah, I would rather see Evil Dead. It wouldn't be good. It would be... Well, I want to see, like... I want to see Jack and, and Ash. You know what I want to see? I want to see, like, Big Trouble in Little Harlem. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or... Be. Or Evil Dead in Little China. Oh my god, Evil yes. Dead in Little China. Lopan comes back and he brings the Evil Dead. The he army. stole the Necronomicon. He stole the Necronomicon. And ne he's able to read it. Oh, I like that. See? I like that. There it is. And so Ash and Jack Burton have to have team to up. to work together. Oh. It would have had to have been made in the time. I think today... I don't know. Oh, I don't think I don't think Kurt Russell would even look at doing a second one now. I don't, he seems like a kind of dude that that like looks back on these type of films and likes it. So I I don't I don't know. I mean, he did uh I don't he was like stuntman Mike in in Death Proof, you know. Yeah. So he's not above doing movies like like this. Well, he, <laughs> well, but then again, you know, he's not one for sequels. The only real sequel that I've known him to do is the Escape movies. Escape from LA, and we all saw but, how well that turned out. But you know what though? Hey, Personally, I like that movie. Kurt Russell, by the way, if you're listening, I'm a fan, sir. So I, I say this with all due respect. Well, no, no offense, though, dude, but you did get knocked the fuck out by Steve Buscemi with Thunders. Well, I'm pretty sure that just because the script, you know. Yeah, but it was about. Steve Buscemi. You should have known. One eye was this way. One eye was that. He's way. a badass, though, on Boardwalk Empire. So don't yeah. underestimate Buscemi. And he was actually a uh, NY. Uh, NYFD he was. before uh, he was a firefighter man so that, that, I will give him credit I love Steve Buscemi kicks, but kicks ass don't that underestimate that I didn't like anyway um, alright any, any other comments there Lando before we about, move on what anything uh, about life the universe you know anything uh, I'm excited yeah. for this because I just can't wait to hear his mouth <laughs> alright so so <laughs> we're so we're gonna move on to uh, toy, toy box, box. Toy, toy box uh, so this I, is where we discuss toys yeah <gasps> Uh, yeah. So I came across this while I was just kind of browsing on Big Bad Toy Store. He was on the toilet. Uh, there was, I was. I was. <laughs> don't lie. We all do it. Yeah, we, it's okay. It, don't, don't judge. Um, so this is a, a new figure. This is a Transformers uh, Ulti Metal Ultra Magnus figure. It's a very. It's a good looking figure. I mean, it's a. Uh, it's a uh, seventeen and and three quarter inches tall. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, he's a big boy. He's a big, big character. He's a big boy. Um, mm. So features two layers of removable armor. So I know you guys aren't really Transformers well, aficionados. You know what's funny for me, though? Ultra Magnus, the, as a kid growing up, my brother had all of the Transformer toys. Okay. When they would break, I'd get them. So you want to know what I played with? The trailer part of Ultra Magnus. <laughs> That's all I had. <laughs> I didn't even have the real robot. I'm I, having fun. I was like, look, the arms move. Aww. That's what I had. Chris, that's I'm I'm so sorry. So buddy. that like I saw the white pillars. I'm like I know this figure. <laughs> I, I played with those. I played with that part. Oh, that part only. Oh man, I, I <laughs> wow. You had to use more of your imagination that way. Yeah, <laughs> you should have seen it. It didn't fly. So, so for. Wow, I'm still having that mental image of little eight-year-old Chris playing playing with the, with the Ultra Magnus trailer. Uh, if any of you else had experiences like that, I really want to hear about that. So please, please email us. Um, so for those of you, I don't know if you remember, I had this figure, Lando. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But it was, was like a teal color. It was like this lighter blue and red. It wasn't like yeah, that. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't it was the dark kind, blue like kind of teal. Trade. But, but the interesting thing was, you know, before toy companies got really serious about making the, the toys more kind of authentic to the, the right. comic books. Well, they were Japanese ripoffs anyway. They would, I mean, yeah, they would recycle a lot yeah. of things. So the Ultra Magnus, the original toy, basically was just a Optimus Prime. Right, with the that, that, was, that was painted white. Yeah. yeah. And that you would combine with the trailer to make Ultra Magnus. Right. 
interestingly enough, in the comic books, okay, Dreamwave Comics, they took that idea and they made it as though uh, Ultra Magnus was a twin, was Optimus Prime's twin. So they were made at the same factory. They were made at the same factory, and he wore, and the larger appearance was armor, actually, additional armor that he wore. So this toy takes that idea, and so... So this is... The same figure. This is the same figure. The white Optimus Prime is actually oh, what is... Oh, that's really cool. And then they just add the armor. What is underneath oh, the cool. armor. So this has... This figure is a lot like an onion or an ogre. It's got layers. What about Parfait? It's... Everybody love Parfait. No, donkey. It's not like a Parfait. It's not one but two layers of armor. It's got three layers. It's got three layers, actually, yeah, because... guts are underneath. You have the external layer, which is the blue and red Ultra Madness armor. You have underneath... You've, you've got the white... Uh, uh, Optimus Prime, and then beneath that you have another layer where you can see all of the gears and pistons operating the robot within. Let's ask the important part. You ready for this? So, <laughs> Jay, how much does this bad boy cost? Oh, Chris, for the low, low, low price of $1,099.99, you can be the owner of a die-cast 17 and 3 quarter inch tall Ultra Magnus figure what oh dude i what? see him bubbling I guess it's over the amount of money that someone's willing to pay for it so <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah uh, i mean I pay for it no but that's a lot <laughs> you, you don't want to you, you don't want to you don't want to shell you don't want to shell out that, that that much money for a, you for sure? a figure seven how many is it 18 is it a full 18 inches it is, is it only no it's 17 and three it's 17 and it's 17 and three quarters you know what i'd be though i'd be that guy like i'd walk into the comic book store and i'd see it set up and i'd walk up to it and i'd look interested like Ooh, how much is it? How much is it, sir? And then he'd tell me, and I'd be like, hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to get back with you and just walk the fuck out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'll give you a buck fifty for it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. <laughs> That's right. That's right. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Now, trivia fact. Who was that guy? He was in a pawn shop. Who was in, he? In Philip. Oh, I don't know that. Who is that? I don't know who. That's Bo Diddley. That is the blues musician Bo Diddley. Oh, I think you're right. Because I Dan think... Aykroyd is such a blues aficionado and such a blues fan, he had Bo come in and actually do that. I don't think you understand. This watch tells time in three different time zones, including Stad. <laughs> In Philadelphia, it's worth $50. That thing's hotter than a mur- it'll burn my cabinet. <laughs> Trading places, if you haven't seen Woo! it, you need to go out and see it. Except there's one thing that really grosses me out in that movie, and I know we're sort of sidetracked, but i got to talk about it. Is it the salmon? <laughs> it is the it's salmon! It's the salmon! He, well, because it gets... he. All right, so people don't know. Basically, Dan Aykroyd's character is on hard times. He's drunk. He's dressed as Santa Claus. And they're at this Christmas party, and he's taking the meats, and he's stuffing them in his dis- disgusting soup. And he's sitting on this bus, and he pulls out this entire half of a salmon. But the problem is, is it gets partially caught up in his beard. Right, And right. then he goes and tries and rips it and eats it, and I'm like, oh, you know, because he's getting beard, and then he's getting junk, and then he's getting booze. Ugh. I'm not going to lie, Chris. Up until this moment, I thought I was the only human being oh on the God, planet that was bothered by that. Oh, thank God. everybody really is. Oh. Okay, all right. Good I, 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 job, I'm, Dan I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so unhygienic. Oh, that's so... Oh. So anyway, all right. Um. <laughs> okay, so... So does this light up or anything? I mean, because that actually would... would it better light up. I mean, make seriously. You <laughs> 
Friday from this, Iron Man. This, this thing better light up, make me a sandwich, and like go to work for me. <laughs> to pay for itself. It actually is a truck that you no, can get into. No, it, it needs to transform on its own. It needs you press to... the button. Yeah. Um... Uh, also, does it come with the manual to transform? Does it even transform? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 Are you sure? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is the description that I got. <laughs> no. So, so uh, made of uh, die cast and plastic parts, including including a laser rifle. Energy including. That is including a laser rifle and an energy axe, figure stand, and remote control. Remote I don't know. Con- I don't know what the remote. Control? Con- so what, do you, what do you control remotely? Maybe it actually is like uh, like an Autobot. Maybe yeah. Maybe it does do the robot. Um, you know okay, what? I want to know what the remote does. Until I find out what it does, I'm not shelling out that money. Because <laughs> it might go to work for you. Sir, you will tell me what this remote does. Let me see it. Um, Give me the remote. You know, actually, upon looking on it, I I don't see any way that this figure could transform having all of this level of detail. It, it, can't. it can't. So this is, a, this is like you said, robots that are robots. That <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's basically, oh, well, it turns into a building. Well, that's no fun. What's fun about a building? I mean, can't it turn into like, like a bug or something? something? Um, <laughs> I love that movie. So good. Um, all right, so we'll we'll give you some time to think about that, whether or not you want to purchase yes. that. Let us know. Uh, we will, we'll place your order. You can give it to me. Put, put, a, put a pin. Tell you what. You give me the cash, and then I'll go and get it. I'll, we'll put a pin in that idea. Yeah. Okay, um, okay so we're on to yeah. the sec- second half of Toy Box. What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? What's in Chris's loot crate? I hope it isn't crap. Yeah! Serving the tribals, day three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this one's a little late because we were supposed to do it on the last episode, and uh, I just... Last episode was just chock full of awesome. It was Spider-Verse! Spider-Verse, All right. indeed. So every month, if you're not familiar with loot crate, every month, basically, there's a theme. And in the theme... Um, they'll have certain figures that will be based on it, certain characters, everything like that. So this month's theme was actually called Dystopia. Yeah. Now, Dystopia includes uh, stuff like The Matrix, Fallout, Robocop, Terminator. Ooh. America Ooh. if Trump gets elected. All right. E- easy political fans. All right. <laughs> so I'll start off with kind of the... the Chintzy parts, and then I'll move up to my favorite parts. Ch- tchotchkes, and then yeah. up to the, the All right. big game. So what you always get, you always get a pin. Okay? So in this one, it's actually from uh, Fallout. Ah. So, or, or, so it's the, the atom bomb. Yeah. kind of neat. Mini new. Yeah. You're, you're talking his language now. So, But what's cool is this actually has a code on the back, and it's actually a game that you can do on your phone. Oh, that's so cool. So they always do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, another one is from Bioshock Infinite. They gave oh. you the key. You can actually have it engraved and made to oh, cool. actually work for oh, whatever cool. you want. Um, the service here is atrocious. Oh, well, that's so uh, always, <laughs> you know, you get your manual, and they, they explain kind of what everything is. They, they kind of, like, talk about it and everything yeah. like that. You get a 300-piece Matrix puzzle. Is it all just code? I... I have no idea. I'm kind of <laughs> so I didn't want to open it. So done with this. <laughs> Damn this. F right. this noise. So I got. There's a company that I love. They're the Dorbs. Remember the ones where the little happy figures. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. a Magneto and a Beast once. They're yeah. just like cool. Yeah, they're things. cool. Here they're like bobbleheads. Fallout. Vault. Oh. Uh, yeah. This is the power armor. Which power armor is it? 
Pensei? Uh, I don't. Oh, it's just power. It's just generic. Power it's just armor. generic oh, okay. power. Armor. Oh, but cool. it's cool. He's a cute little guy. We'll yeah. see. We'll see about getting uh, a picture of that. So on, I think he's uh, really cool. YouTube. Now, um, since it was the anniversary of Terminator Two. I don't know if you know, it is the 20 year anniversary of Terminator 2. No, no, when, no. When these box came out. <laughs> it is a steel <laughs> plaque Whoa. from Terminator 2. And I, I thought this was kind of cool. It's just something you can put it needs up. to be destroyed. His eyes kind of follow you. Yeah, you know. When you... And you can kind of just put it up or do whatever you want with it. It kind of freaks me out. There so, is only one CPU know. left and it must be destroyed. Yeah. You had me in the water. There's, I, a, there's three Schwarzeneggers here. What's going on? What are you doing? Now I know why you cry. But so, there's something I can never do. All right. And then the last piece, uh, one of the things they always do is a t-shirt. And this by far, I got a really cool Spock t-shirt. Remember, it was the Spock versus Spock. Yeah, which yeah, is like one that. of my favorites. They also did a Labyrinth one for a Dance fantasy one. So, Dance Magic Dance. This is by far my favorite shirt. Oh! Alex Murphy is the RoboCop. Drop it. Peter Weller. Peter Weller. So, best actor of And that's time. the best part. Quite possibly the best and actor of our age. Look, I don't know why he didn't get best actor. What's kind of cool is Lewis is in it. You've got Ed 209. You've got basically the entire story. Please put in, down your weapon. You have 20 I love control. this shirt. And, that's awesome. And what's funny, I've been dying to wear it. I've been wanting to wear it. But I'm like... No, I gotta wait until the show, and then I can wear it. I That's want... awesome. So, and I love that it actually says Alex Murphy is the RoboCop, not Peter Weller. No, the character Alex Murphy. Chris, I let me just first of all salute you for your commitment to the show yeah. because I don't know that I could have held out that long to not wear it's that shirt. It's the coolest shirt ever. Man. That is that is awesome. Uh, celebrating an American treasure, Peter that, Weller. That's right. A.K.A. RoboCop. And you know what's funny with him? I don't know if you guys have noticed. He's kind of got a resurgence. Like, all of a sudden, like, he was yeah. gone for, like, the longest time. He was on Dexter. He was on Dexter. Yeah, he was in uh, the, the newest the newest Star Trek. Yeah, he shooting was. Now. He was in um, Edge of Darkness. Yeah. And also, he was in Sons of Anarchy. He had a big role in that oh, as really? well. Yeah. And, I mean... He's, he's he, a good bad guy. He, he's always playing a bad guy now. He's a good he, villain. He's, he's always playing a bad guy. They actually, believe it or not... Um, Michael Keaton's character in the reboot was actually supposed to be him. But Real, they decided uh, to, It would have been too confusing yeah, for people. Decided, but did you notice what was the last name of the guy who created RoboCop in the, in the new one? I didn't see the new one. His last name is Sellers. Ah, so okay. they did their little homage, which was, that was cool. That's cool. So, um... No, wait, Sellers or Weller? Because his last name's Weller. It's Weller. Okay. Because I was going to... Maybe it's a homage to Peter Sellers, who is also a really good entertainer. Uh, agreed. Pink Panther. All right. <laughs> now, so, um, all in all, I, I'd say out, out of, you know, 10 uh, Terminator Skulls, I'd at least give this one an 8. So... Uh, all right. Uh, th well, thank you for sharing. The, no, the awesome. that is That is really cool. Awesome. That is really cool. It, it was... Uh, like I said, I can't wait to see what, what more they get. And they're only getting better, which is which is cool. So they, they really, because these are done by nerds for nerds. It's kind of like our show here. It's it, by nerds for, for nerds. It's like so. it's like FUBU, but if FUBU were for nerds. So it'd be like for nerds, by nerds? Fin, it'd be, it'd be Finbin. Finbin. 
Fidman. For nerds by nerds. Fidman. 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 We're working on the name. We're, yeah, we're, it's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Um, as I look at the time and see that we are at an hour and six minutes, so much for keeping the show under a half hour. Sorry. Um, uh, we, are, we are out of time, and uh, but we want to make sure that we hear from you. So if you have any opinions about any of the things that we've talked about, if you have any recommendations for the show, please email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Uh, send us a message on our SoundCloud, or you can send us a message on our YouTube page. So we hope you'll join us here next Monday. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, several of the new amazing Spider-Man yeah. comic books. We're going to have Lando with us again, right? You're going to be back with us. You're going to stick around for us next week, right? You're going to stick around for the next week's show, right? Wait, when is that? In the next week. It's gonna be next. It's gonna be next week's show. Just say oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. We gotta work on your. We gotta. We gotta work on this banter a little bit. That's okay. Um. Anyway, on behalf of myself, Lando, and Chris, we thank you for listening. Until then, remember that when some wild-eyed eight-foot maniac grabs you by the favorite neck and taps the back of your head up against the barroom wall, looks you crooked in the eye, and asks if you paid your dues. You just stare that sucker right back in the eye. You remember what old Jack Burton says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, yes sir. sir. The, the check, check is, is in, in the, the mail. mail. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>